Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic voyage. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. This is Kevin, and this is Beer-tastic voyage. How are we doing today? I'm Mark. And I'm Justin, and I just want to point out that is literally the first time that our intro has changed. I'm a little sad. No, we've thrown, I've thrown a few different ones in there. That's true. I try to keep it fresh once in a while. <laughs> but speaking of fresh, we have new flavors of new beers from a brewery that I don't think any of us have ever tried before. No, never. No. So Justin has been the co- the internet maestro, the coordinator of this transaction, and he has worked <laughs> with who? Who is it again? This is Jack. Um, we met him at the uh, Dubco off-flavor tasting, and he told us he liked lawn. And uh, we let him know how wrong he was. Right. We were but, not uh, big fans of lawn. No. But uh, he likes it. He likes hoppy beers. And he was generous enough um, to think about us when he went all the way up to Vermont. And from what I recall, from when I met him, I had been drinking a little. It was sort of... We do that from time to time. It was by himself. He just decided that he was going to go up to a bunch of breweries up in Vermont and Massachusetts and buy some beer. Um, so he went on a little road trip, and he picked up some stuff from The Alchemist, which you know is of heady topper fame. They're known for... They're hoppy beers. Yep. Um, I've heard of Hetty Topper before. Um, a friend of mine had told me about it and was not very impressed. But he is a uh, a guy that favors the uh, Russian Imperial style. Like, um, I finally t- I turned him on to Boris the Spider. Ooh. And he was very, very happy about that. But uh, I, he told me about um, going up there to visit some friends and going to get some heady topper and how he was really not happy with this crap that they've <laughs> that they were selling in can. Yeah. But I, mean, yeah. I, I think it was more about the fact that he had to wait for a number of hours in order to procure it. That kind of upset him about it. Yeah. They're definitely one of the ones that's traded a lot. They're very sought after. I mean, I mean, I'm sure the beers are great. So when Jack gave it to us, I asked him to email us and tell us not only what his rating was, but what he thought our ratings would be. He's a dedicated listener. From what I understand, he's listened to every single episode. Woo! Way to which go, is Jack. awesome. So uh, I know we always talk about getting feedback and stuff from uh, from people who listen. It was it was actually it was not a lot of fun to see him again. Have a couple of beers. It was kind of funny. I, uh, I I thought I remembered what he looked like, and then I went inside. I ordered myself a beer, and I went to like text him and say, "Hey, I'm here." And I saw a guy sitting behind me at a table by himself. And I'm like, "That's not him." And I went outside, and then he came outside, and he had a beard, like, oh, full, like a full beard. I don't well, remember him having that. The it last is time a long drive he, up to Vermont. <laughs> I'm just saying, it could have happened there. I remember facial hair. Do you? Okay, yeah. yeah. Obviously, obviously, I was way off, but it was uh, it was great to see him hang out with a little, hang out with him for a little while, and also find out about the trip, and and um, also obviously amazing that he he decided to give us these beers. Yes, thank you, Jack. I really appreciate it. Well. He brought us not one, not two, or three, but four, four different beers. So this is ah, a, ah, a bonus ah, episode ah. in the sense that we are going to do, and we are going to try and rate four beers this episode. So we have um, the Broken Spoke American Pale Ale, the Crusher American Double IPA, Beelzebub American Imperial Stout, and what's the last one over there, Justin? So I, I took the last one away because I realized that this is not from... The Alchemist. This is an, uh, a little bonus he threw in for us from Other Half in, okay. in Brooklyn. 
and uh, this is called Saloon Doors. It's little a different. Imperial little Brown. Different. Okay. So I think what we're going to do is I think we'll we'll tuck Saloon Doors away. Oh. And uh, we'll okay. we'll still do it in this this episode, but let's talk more about the the Alchemist ones, and then we'll call this a bonus for this episode, and we'll do it at the end. Okay. I like it. So. Justin, do you have uh, more intel on Alchemist? Is it Alchemist or Alchemy? I can never remember it's which It's the one. Alchemist. Yeah, the Alchemist. The is Alchemist. The, yes. Okay. Um, I do. They were open in 2003. Um, it was a 60-seat brew pub up in Waterbury, uh, Vermont. And then apparently in 2011, uh, <laughs> three days after the first cans of Heady Topper rolled off the line, Tropical Storm Irene demolished their pub. Ooh, that's no good. Yeah. So, uh, they, Hetty Topper is brewed only in Waterbury, Vermont, and is distributed within apparently a 25-mile radius. So, that's why no one, you know, when getting it is so sought after, you literally have to get it from Vermont. You're not getting it in distribution. Um, so, they opened up again in 2016 uh, with a, what says here a state-of-the-art facility. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that they're back up and running. I always, you know, I would hate for anybody to have to go out of business because of a natural disaster. Right. If you're going out because your beer's ter- terrible, well, that's a different story. There's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> we can't help that. Um, so I believe the order we're going to do this in is the uh, the pale ale first, right? Uh, yeah, the broken spoke pale ale. So we were, oh, the broken spokes broken spoke pale ale. Well said. It's a six point zero percent ABV, and while we're pouring it out, I'm going to strong uh, for pale ale. Yeah, it is. I'm going to look up uh, hopefully what hops are in it. I think they'll they'll have that information, considering they they tend to be a hop forward company. All right. Well, let's crack this and, guy. And the open. fact that the logo on the can is just like hops. There's also a bicycle wheel on there. Well, there's got to be spokes in one of, somehow. Yeah, right? one of them. Holy crap! You smell it as soon as you crack it open, man. <laughs> okay. I'm not pouring this one deep. I'll be honest. So before we, before we, hold on. I got to finish the uh, the Southampton that we were drinking earlier. Yeah. It smells dank. Do you want to rinse that one or? I was kind of hoping that there'd be some remnant of the uh, the deluxe saison in there, but yeah. we'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, I don't know. You want to hit the scanner? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna scan the SRM on Woo. this. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you t- take a bring it up to your nose, you really get a lot of um, strong hop aroma. It is certainly the straw colored variety. So living up to the pale ale name for sure yeah it definitely has uh, a bit of a haze to it though it's not uh clear by any means no but i would i would put it in that uh that straw range as well i'm trying to trying to find out what uh what hops are in it right here this has got to be an american hop it's got to be i'm thinking something like uh like centennial Centennial yeah it as mark has said in previous episode it's a sea hop Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yeah. it, it is most certainly a sea hop, or some combination thereof. Which which kills me the fact that I like the smell of it, like this. Like I I do enjoy that smell, but I know when I taste it, it may not be something I enjoy. But I'm going in. Cover All right, me. Go, cover me, go, boys. Go in. Oh man, let's see what you mean. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah. It matches. The scent, well, the it, scent, it matches the <laughs> aroma really well. Like, you, you take a sip of it, and it is very much a strong pale ale flavor. And 
I'm gonna. This almost reminds me of kind of. I'm not trying to say that it's it's dated, but it kind of reminds me of about seven years ago. Yeah, maybe ten. You know, maybe you know when when I was first starting to experience craft beers, of that this is the kind of beer that a lot of people were making. Um, let's really hop up a pale ale. Let's really go big on hop flavors. And that when people were saying like, oh, this is what craft beer is going to taste like. Do you guys understand what I'm talking about? Like kind of yeah, like, no, like I that, hear that you. previous wave of IPA trend. Well, yeah, back, like, back yeah. in the day when people used to have the extra pale ale. Yeah. Right. So I was able to uh, pull up what hop is in it. It is exclusively Amarillo. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we were wrong. And it happens. But Amarillo is an American hop, correct? It is, yeah, but... Okay. Wow. Okay. Completely wrong. Not the first time that this has happened to me. No, but, it's it, yeah. not going to be the last, but I do kind of feel like I've shoved my foot firmly in my mouth. But I think all, all, <laughs> no, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. All three of us thought the same thing. I, I, I from the smell smell right away, I thought it was going to be a, a Cascade or a Centennial for sure. Yeah. It just shows exactly you know how good we are at identifying that. Yeah. Which makes sense considering the styles of beers we normally drink. True. Um. I'm not completely upset by it. And no. I'm not, and I'm not to the point where people where I'm saying I I don't want to drink this anymore. But it's not one of those. It's not a pale ale that's making me really want to keep drinking it. But it is really well done. I think they do. Uh, I think that when again putting American in front of it, if you know what you're what you're in for, anytime that you have American in front of something, you expect it to be hop forward. So calling it an American pale ale at least set me up for what I was getting ready at. If they just just called it a pale ale, this would have been insanely surprising. I mean, that is true. At the same time, I finished my pour here at least 30 seconds ago, and I still feel prickles on my tongue from the hop bitterness. Oh, I, definitely. I agree with you. Though. Oh, yeah. It's it, it Look, the other thing is you're uh... – sorry, I had to finish that real quick so I can get some water. That's all right. If you had moved in and spilled on your computer, it would have been your own fault that time. Yes, it would have. Um, <laughs> so, I, uh, I, same thing. I don't find it offensive. I, um, I can't say that I wouldn't necessarily call it like enjoyable. But if 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 I were somewhere and this got poured for me, I wouldn't be entirely like mad at somebody. No. And as far as a pale ale, maybe in the beginning of a flight of beer, I could drink this beer. Um, I think if I and it's not so strong that it fry, that it would fry your palate to you know to not be able to enjoy the rest of the flight. Yeah. Um that being said, knowing that this is the American pale ale and this is how strong it is, the next one makes me a little bit nervous. Right. So hold on a second. Um before we say our ratings, I'm going to say what Jack gave it. And then after we give our ratings, I'm going to say what Jack guessed we would give it. Does that make sense? So wait, you're giving Jack's ratings right now. Jack's rating for this particular one. Okay, let's yeah. let's hear what Jack had to say yeah. about the Broken Spoke. So for Broken Spoke, American Pale L, Jack gave this a growler. Okay. Okay, I can see how I can definitely see how people who enjoy hoppy beers could he, enjoy this one. And, and that's yeah, that is his. That is he also, by the way, enjoys sours. He had a sour with me at uh, Destin. We met right. at Destination Unknown. He had a sour there. 
with me. Well, so he, their he has, sour, what was that, the Sour Sailor or something like that, right? It was actually a new one at the time. Oh. I, I think it was a, a blueberry Berliner Weiss. Okay. It was very, very good. But he is a, he likes a broad range of beers, but definitely a hophead. Okay. I think he would uh, definitely I, say that. I could see how hophead. That's evidenced by the fact that he was like, oh, man, how do you not like lawn? Right. We're still, yeah. We're still on lawn. We love you, Jack, and thank you for the beer. But and we love mustache too. But <laughs> that, just, just that, not long. That one, that one was rough for us. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna do, now we're gonna do our ratings. Yes, let's it? do our ratings. Now. All right. By so, the way, we we love when we do we do this on the episode. I meant to bring this up beforehand. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. What <laughs> the the format that we were gonna go in? Oh so yeah. Discussing yeah. it live. At least the uh, the listeners know that we uh, we prepare. Fuck you. Let's do it live. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Play us out. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. But for me, I'm going to go... Could you stop interrupting me? <laughs> I'm going to shank you with the rest of this cage from the last... We're going to YouTube later. Okay. Sounds good. All right. I'm going with a pint on this one. Okay. Um, I could actually... This beer, I think I could have a pint of. I wouldn't want more than that. But I'm moving on after my pint. All right. How about you, Mark? It's tasting. Okay. I'm also going to go pint. Okay. So now let's see how Jack stacked up. Jack said Kevin would give this a bomber, okay. which I think, you know, it was within the realm of possibility. But, you know, went pint. I gave it a pint, and he thought that Mark would also give it a pint. Okay. So technically one for three. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we've got two more. If I think what what's what's half half what that's not that's nine ratings. So if I'll tell you what, if Jack gets five right, right, if Jack yeah. gets five right, we got we got to find like a T-shirt or something we can get to. Well, I will say this <laughs> for the final for the final uh, for this second one that we're gonna drink now. Yeah, he was unable to give us give him like give us ratings that he thought we would give. All right, never mind, Jack. I retract he, this. So you're he, not getting a T-shirt. Sorry, he, he gave the reason. Uh, um, he can't. He didn't have another one to drink. He gave us the last can, so he couldn't sit down and like scientifically figure out what we would get, what we would give. I want to know: Does he have a formula or like a little computer that runs our brains? Because that would explain what happens when I lose my train of thought or something. <laughs> Maybe he's hooked into the Matrix or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There is no spoon. But he did. He did uh, give a rating for himself for all. Okay. So. so, are we ready to try out the American Double IPA called Crusher? I'm scared to death, but yes. All right, Crusher comes in at um, I don't know if we mentioned it, but the Broken Spoke was six percent ABV, and the Crusher comes in at nine. Okay, I'm gonna go on a quest to find out what we got in Crusher. All right. Well, let's see. The can for Crusher says the Crusher is an American Double IPA that I started making years ago at the old pub. Hopheads were constantly asking for more hops. So in the words of Frank Zappa, quote, Did you say you want some more? Well, here's some more. While I enjoy hops with the rest of them, I still try to maintain some semblance of balance and drinkability. This beer is oozing with hop flavor and an aroma with a very dry finish. Enjoy responsibly. This one can sneak up on you. And that's from uh, John Kimmich. That's of, right. Of The Alchemist. So here you go. We'll pour a little bit of that guy out. I'll be honest with you. Warren Zevon is probably my favorite modern time prophet because you know what he said enjoy every sandwich. sandwich really i was not i had never heard that before you know um alton brown in his uh in one of his uh cookbooks goes into that line of warren zevin's um enjoy every sandwich and kind of like why he said it and what it came from and it wasn't just like a like a wise ass comment 
I don't know if, it, but it was more of along the lines of he had been diagnosed with terminal cancer. Oh. And after thinking back on everything else, like what was going on in in his life, he kind of sat back and was like, "No, guys, like enjoy every sandwich, enjoy every simple thing." Oh yeah, no, out I there in the world. I like, totally I, know where it comes no, from. No, I didn't know. I didn't know if you knew that, and I didn't know that before that. Oh, okay. Like, I, th- I honestly, I didn't really know, like, what the story was behind it. And when I found that out, I thought it was really cool and really, it made a lot more sense to me. And it's really just a, a statement of enjoy all the simple things in life um, because you don't know when the when you may not be able to enjoy them anymore. So oh, it makes a lot of sense. So, and beer is one of those simple things. So, cheers to them. Absolutely, cheers. So pouring this one out, it also falls into that straw color as well, and has a very, it has a, a much more clarity to it than the broken yeah. It spoke, does not though. have that haze that I can see my finger on the other side of the glass. Yeah, you could read through this one. It's a healthy, uh, healthy foam, healthy, healthy head on it. Yeah, I poured them a little gr- aggressively to kind of give us the aroma that we wanted there. I mean, right off the bat, I'll say that the aroma on this is not as aggressive to me. No, I get like a lemon. It's not like. Punch me in the face, dank. I think it's more reserved than the last one. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Let's see if it, uh, taste-wise, falls into what we th- consider like double IPAs being sort of a, a more agreeable to us than a uh, standard IPA. If for me, yes, it definitely does. Well, I'm de- it oh. the, uh, the bitterness, prickliness on my tongue does not... It's s- not persistent. The same sit way around like yeah. the broken spoke um this one's got a little bit more of that i want to say sour almost like a lemon zest kind of you know like like that that pith kind of flavor to it at the end of the sip yeah it definitely has that lingering sort of uh tannic yeah quality to it i hate lemon literally the worst thing you don't on the even think of them right? we've heard of this yeah it's not even an actual thing and so this for me is tough well not i'm not not that i taste lemon but just that I like do. but just that kind of that like that that taste of anytime you have a citrus fruit and you get a little bit too much of the pith in there yeah yeah like even if you take a nice sweet orange and you know a sweet just, valencia orange and, you zested it too far <laughs> yeah or, or you just peel it and there's a little too are much are you pith kids on giving there. you a lip <laughs> exactly thank you bing crosby <laughs> But uh, this one, amazing. I mean, I'm thinking I like the broken spoke better than uh, this one here, the crusher. Yeah, I would. I would say so. This this is really really hard for me. I've had a couple of sips. And, and again, what kind of details did you get on it? You find uh, no, I have not found what uh, what hops are in it. But um, it's uh, it, like I, the hop part isn't the problem for me. It's it, and it's, it's probably the, the flavor is probably from a hop, but you know when you tell someone that it's it's not that it's bitter. It's honestly it's that for yeah. me it's it's the lemon flavor. So this is not a double IPA issue or an IPA issue. It's more just that particular flavor for me. Um, I agree. I think it's just that uh, that um, as as I said, I, I I can't think of any other words than that that pith flavor, and I'm not a big fan of it. I need some really stinky cheese to go with this beer. Yeah, if we if we if we uh, went over to uh, say cheese and picked up like a, a Roquefort or, or some kind of funky cheese, it actually might help this out. Yeah, yeah a, a big a big strong flavor that might that might top this or or this could serve to cut through that. Yeah, 
then yeah, I'm gonna not say that we need to meet the match the intensity of this one. This one is gonna be a, a you know, a wash things away flavor. I will say that in my search to find out what hops are in this, yeah. the uh, it has a 100 on RateBeer.com. Really? It yeah. sounds like I have work to do. <laughs> okay, so it's got a hundred on RateBeer.com, and I know that's really hard to get. Yeah, it's but... one of the it's the it's one of the top. I mean, clearly. I mean, this goes without saying, one of the top 50 in uh, in style. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, this might be just one of those cases of, you know, to each his, own, his or her own. Absolutely. Um, you know, I know in order to get that kind of rating, there needs to be a lot of people that think it's pretty darn awesome. Yeah, it's got 221 ratings. Yeah, so it's it's not like, you know, one guy loves it and nobody else gives a damn. But for me, this is if I'm rating it, if I'm rating it on our system of how much I want to drink for it, it's only a taster. It's gonna same be exactly the same for me. But if I'm rating it, if I was trying to be a judge, I would say it's much more impressive than that. Yeah, it um, but, also it not I, it doesn't taste nine percent. So if you're no. into into hops, this is gonna be they're right. This is gonna be extremely stinky. Yeah. Yeah, what, this, what, what did Jack call? Oh, yeah. The check. crusher here. Um, he, this is a growler for him. God bless him if he could, because I think if I drank a growler of this, I feel like my insides <laughs> would be stripped clean. <laughs> I was actually thinking the same thing. And he uh, he really shit the bed with uh, with his guesses for us, I think. <laughs> we'll see, though. Well he, well, he didn't give us ratings on this one, right? He didn't oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at, looking at the other one. Yeah, I'm the uh, American Imperial. No, yeah, no. He gave himself a growler, and he, yeah, he didn't, uh, he didn't give us ratings for this one. And he wrote, uh, yeah, he actually co- commented that for him, and he calls himself a sort of hophead, better than, better than Hetty Topper. Okay, I mean, perhaps one day we will know, but if, today is not that day, right? If he's rating, not if today. if him as a hophead rates this better than Hetty Topper, I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I said it yet, but this, this is just a tasting for me as well. Yeah, I don't think any of us gave it a rating yet. No, Kevin no, called didn't. it a taster. Oh, okay. I I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pretty sure you called it a taster. Wow. All right. Because I wrote that down. It's right here. You did? Oh, yeah. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, I'm pretty sure the uh, the dinner slowed us down a little bit. We uh, we stopped in between episodes to, to eat. We thought that would be a good idea before we continued drinking to eat something. The pizza was delicious. It was. Shout so, out to Rocco's. Absolutely. Kudos, Rocco. Um, yeah. Crusher is just a little... It's kind of crushed my, my spirit, my my will to drink a little bit for a minute. Yeah, I kind of want to scrape my tongue. Um, I mean, I haven't even... I still have some left in my glass. All right, we'll finish that. So, the last one we have is uh, Beelzebub. Which might be my favorite name for the forces of darkness at yeah. large, but um, another one emblazoned with many hops on the label. Another one with American in front of the title, <laughs> right? You need some more than that. I'm yeah, sorry. I do. I Definitely need more. I was water trying than to that. gently pour. I appreciate that. Um, I should also move my phone. Yeah, it might be a good idea. Um, it's got the the fly on it. Throw right. it on the floor where it's safe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it does have a big fly on the I like that. And this one does not have any information on the back. It has its uh, QR code ready to go again. So, um, Justin, you got any intel on uh, this one? Other than the 8% ABV, not right now. Um, let's pop it open. 
and uh, okay. I will scour the internet as you uh, describe go. the SRM in Everybody our scientific fashion. Everybody was Google Foo fighting. <laughs> Those fingers were fast as lightning. All we've, right. we've turned Woo. we've turned this into a uh, sing-a-thong. <laughs> yeah, this is our musical episode. Every every crappy TV show has to have a musical episode. Hey, All right, you're gonna drink the water out of there first, right? <laughs> yes. Well, this one pours out dark, dark, like this is blackish. Yeah. Wow. Look at it rain. And it's kind of cascading a little bit when it when we pour it out. It's pretty cool looking. I'm pretty excited. It's got about a this. really dark tan head too. Yes, there is much roast barley in this. Um, I'm actually a little excited about this one now. Yeah, this looks pretty good. The SRM is somewhere around 40, just beauty dubs. Yeah, it's uh, dark, black as night, can't see through it. Well, it is a very strong, roasty aroma. But you still definitely pick up hops Oh yeah, there's, there, as well. There, there's hops in the background behind the roast. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, without yeah, but without that a head doubt. is persistent, man. You could probably float, you could probably float the bottle cap on that. You you could get a ping pong ball to sit up on that. I think. I would think so. It's pretty. It, it really is impressive. It it's, was almost nitro like when you poured it. That's that's funky, and I I don't say funky in like the sense of taste of funk, but like that's a different kind of flavor. Wow, I gotta go back for that. I like that a lot. That's really interesting. Yeah, you get the roast. It's, it gives you that coffee note of um, a, uh, a stout. And yeah. then you get the hops. And it's, to, for, at least for me, it's almost it's, it's a little bit, a little teeny bit uh, floral. Yeah, a little bit. And it, it kind of rounds out the roastiness pretty well. I, I, can, I like it on first sip, but let me see if it hangs out. Because if this state keeps staying and building, it might not be good. It kind of, it's got a very much of a, like, black coffee yeah. kind of flavor. Like, if you just drink your coffee black, it's kind of there. What do you think, Mark? This reminds me of a lot of black IPAs I've had, honestly. You know, that was kind of rolling around in the back of my head, and I wasn't sure if I was if I was on the right path there. But, yeah, I, I feel you on that one. Because so, that, 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 that's what I taste in this, is a, a black IPA, which... With a little bit of extra roast in it. I don't even know if I'd say extra roast, but uh, again, though, I must comment on the head because still hanging out. Yeah, it. Goddamn, is it persistent? I drank all the beer, and there's and still I, a quarter I, inch of foam. It's the, there's a quarter inch, quarter inch of foam. There might be like a, a, a tiniest bit of beer left, but there's there's nothing but foam. It's that's very impressive. But yeah, you get uh, it's really smooth too. It um. There's, it like it's almost like a hoppy, really hoppy, super roasty Guinness. <laughs> That's an inside joke for the uh, for, for, for the fans. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, it's it's really intriguing to me. Yeah, we're all having a very difficult time trying to really describe it, because- and I want to keep drinking it. Part of me wants to keep drinking. The other part of me is like, all right, you've tried it. Be done, man. Stop. But I think I'm going to pour myself a little bit more. Mark, yeah. Justin, I, you want a little more? Yeah, I want to know what it's like to have more of it, like I said, because the flavor's really good if it can clean itself. 
if it, if it can you know allow you to taste it again, which I'm not getting that that clean finish at the end. I'm not getting that. No, um, I'm actually. I mean, getting... I still have lingering bitterness on my palate from the broken spoke. Honestly, yeah. No, my, I I think that my I don't have that like tingly from the broken spoke, and I think I'm pretty clean after the crusher too. But there's kind of like this little bit of um sourness, this acidity kind of at the underneath my tongue a little bit that's almost metallic like i have the same thing on the back of my tongue yeah not not a hundred percent happy about it but i'm trying the roast is the roast smell is awesome the initial it, you get that nose of hops as well and did you find anything info on what the hops are no um the web their website's good in in terms of you know, telling you how to get stuff from them, where to find everything, but not right. uh, not the the, the uh, intricacies of the beer. I mean, again, I want to say it's kind of along the lines of that same kind of American hops smell. I would dare to even make the same mistake twice in the same episode and call <laughs> it a sea hop. We would never do that. But, I mean, it's it's a pretty safe gamble. Oh. You've seen me and how I how I roll dice. Like it, it doesn't work out well. Honestly, no, I don't think I've seen you throw dice. Well, you never, never played D and D with uh, Kevin. I haven't, but I thought you. I had. thought he was talking about craps. Oh, well, I have not. Justin seen, seen him me throw, throw craps. craps and seen me lose at craps. I have. And Mark, you've seen me play other war games and lose at those too. So yes, that's um, true. Dice never are my friend. Um, but I'm just I'm just torn on this one. I want to say that it, I'm probably going to end up in the pint realm here for this one um you know and, and i'll get us started there and i'll call it a pint just because i think i could get through a pint of this and kind of be intrigued enough to go through it but i'm not really going much further than that yeah i think that's i'm gonna stay i'm gonna, also gonna give it a pint for the same reasons i think that's the farthest stretch that i can really really get to right and i i, I would want to like it's it, it it's a very like i said before the only word i can give it is interesting and intriguing yeah it's a pint for me as well the uh, dark and roastiness helps to balance out the hops a little bit for me, which allows me to get to the full pint, but I'm not going to be able to drink anything more than that. And I'm probably never going to order it again afterwards. <laughs> so, uh, so what did Jack, what did Jack rate? Uh, Jack Beelzebub? gave this, a, gave this a pint for himself. Really? Yes. Okay. And I have to say he, uh, he nailed it with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all went pint, right? Just to yes. recap. Okay. Kinda, Patrick. He, yeah, kind of. He um he hedged his bets a little. He gave Kevin a bomber slash pint. He gave Mark bomber slash pint, and he nailed pint for me. Okay. So uh, that was that was pretty on point. Yeah, I I give him I I wasn't shying on the bomber side of it this time, but I'll give him that one. I'll say it was definitely close. Um. Yeah, this was by far my favorite of the three, but it's not. I think I'd be willing to pass by this one in favor of trying something new rather than saying I'm going to go back to this one. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. A couple of interesting things I found on the uh, the Alchemist site. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of information about waiting. About how to wait. Yeah, to wait, wait. yeah waiting. Because so, apparently it's a big thing. You wait a long time. We open our parking lot at 10 a.m. They don't want you to arrive before then. Parking on the street, can't do it. <laughs> it causes issues with the neighbors. They have RV and trailer parking available at 4 p.m. Apparently. All right. I assume, I guess, you know why? Because you're that damn far out of the way. It's 
Vermont, right? So yeah. Everything is out of the way. So they big letters. We do not fill growlers. Yeah. We do not have a restaurant. They have a list, they are nice enough to list a bunch of local restaurants, and then there's a whole thing waiting in line. They, apparently, they regulate the number of people they let in the retail space at one time, and on hot days, they recommend an umbrella, sunscreen, and water. All right. <laughs> so, Jack, you're a better man than I. Yeah, so, I don't. I don't. I know he. I think he went up there when it was at least a little chilly out. I don't think he didn't mention having to wait. He didn't tell me he waited. So, yeah. um, well, Jack, kudos to you for making that voyage, and uh, we appreciate it because trying out something new like this. This is not some. This is not something that I think any of us would have picked up for ourselves. No. And said we need to try this. So we really do appreciate you sharing this this beer with us because it's not something we'd look up on top of the fact that just in general like all the beers from the alchemist are always sought after and you know and he he likes them obviously so to to, to give us some of the stash that you drove hundreds of miles to go get is is very appreciative Um, again i'll go back and say like the broken smoke i don't think is a bad beer at all um and the beelzebub is is all right the crusher is too much for me yeah I I get I can see why people like it and I can understand how Hopeds would really go ape for it, but it's it's too much for my weak palate. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know what I don't know if you want to call me whatever whatever phrase you want to call me for for not liking it. That's fine, but it's just it's just not going to be my thing. I mean, Hopheads are a special breed. Uh, what's what's the guy's name? John or Jack Kimmitz? I think, it, I think it's uh, John. John Kimmich, yeah. the guy that runs yeah. the Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. I I remember watching uh, a video recorded, I think, a few years ago at like a National Homebrewers Convention, where he was talking about Hetty Topper, and like he cracked open one of the cans and like covered his hand over the can and like stuck his nose in there so he could get like the first whiff. Was huffing was huffing the can of his beer. Yes, and I was just like, wow. That's not me. <laughs> right. You know, and that's the, the best part about craft beer is you can find the things you like and then keep going after them. But yeah. it's also nice to do this and, you know, taste something that's entirely outside your comfort zone. And sometimes you'll be surprised and other times, kind of like today, where we were all sort of going, man, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. We, we say we don't know when we actually yeah. know. So, Well, I, I'm really happy to have tried them. Because it's again, yes. It's one I of mean, those, again, it's one of those ones. I wouldn't try. I wouldn't try it myself. If I was up in Vermont, like I could have been in the town that the Alchemist is in, I would have been like, nope. There's probably something else nearby I could try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, Jack, thank you very much for thinking of us and sharing the beer with us. Uh, can't thank you enough. If uh, you see me at Dubco or one of the breweries, say hi, and I will certainly buy you a pint. Agreed. Hopefully, we'll see him uh, at the next uh, off flavor tasting. I will be. We will all be there for that one. We will. Yep. So he did give us a bonus beer, as I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the podcast, from Other Half that I th- I I can't imagine us not liking. It's called Saloon Doors, and uh, apparently, it's also it's a it's a uh, collab with uh, a place called Arizona Wilderness. Okay. Um, and it's an imperial brown ale with dates, cocoa, and coconut, and it's seven point six ABV. So we just keep rolling down the train of. Uh, <laughs> High ABV beers. Yeah, we're going. We're going real sessionable ones today. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) have we had anything under seven and a half percent? The only one was the broken spoke. Yeah, that was six. Six. Okay. So yeah, we recorded uh, Southampton last week's podcast before this one, and uh, yeah, 
that's probably why this one's been a little bit off the rails. But and you know, with Mark and Kevin having a duet before, um, I have no other information. I'm not going to look up other half brewing because it's the middle of the podcast. So we're just going to drink this and tell you what we think about it. At, at a later date, I can guarantee that we will have um, an episode on other half. Yes, being agreed. that they are located somewhere in Queens, I believe, yeah. Brooklyn or Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um. It's I think fun. they're one of the ones that's kind of close to the line there, right? I, like I, near Finbeck. I, I, have no, say. I have no idea. I could be entirely wrong. Well, I I think it is time for us to start to take a uh, a journey into the uh, one of the some of the boroughs. Yeah, it would be nice. I would definitely, you know, especially uh, Long Island City. There, uh, you know, you have yeah. so many that you can uh, you can go to all in one day, and the bonus is the train ride. Ooh, train ride! We can yeah, but the problem with the train ride is figuring out logistics of you know carrying like twelve crawlers. We can, I'm bring, ju- we can bring a. I got a cooler that has wheels. Oh shit! I was gonna rent a Sherpa. <laughs> we could probably do that too. This is a really nice copper. Can color. I bring a dog and put a travoy on him? Listen, Remy would be killer as long as we can keep him from jumping up and like headbutting our nuts. <laughs> really nice copper color on this beer. Yeah, can we wait a second, Mark? I'm disappointed in you. You're holding it up to the light without your phone. Let's keep the theme going here. Where Te- are we at? Technology. I think we're dark brown, Kevin. Dark brown, deep copper, maybe. I don't think it's dark brown. I think it's. I think it would fall into the brown. Well, yeah. So, if anybody wants to, you can go to uh, the Google Play Store. At, yeah, I imagine not iTunes. holding it up to light. I would say it's probably like a light copper to copper color. You can download the 2015 BJCP guidelines, and you can actually get a visual representation of they, the colors. Yes, we're there is about. a color chart in yeah. the app, which is quite handy. Which is what we're working off of. Yes. Um, aroma is figgy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a little, yeah. little bit of malt in there, a little bit of fig, a little I mean, bit of sweetness, almost like, like a uh, candy. Yeah, like dried dates. Yeah, this 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 literally smells like I don't know 40, 40, 40, of, uh... 40 times better than everything else we've had. <laughs> it's it smells like something a lot more in our wheelhouse. Yes, for certain. This is in my wheelhouse. Well, the head is definitely not nearly oh. as persistent as some of the other uh, beers we had so far. No, and that's definitely got to be from the sheer quantities of hops stuffed yeah. into the Alchemist stuff. You think it's just the oil from the hops that just holds it up? Well, it's not the oil, but there's uh, other proteins in the hops okay. that contribute to the head retention. Yeah, it's the same thing. It causes boil overs, right? Like when you dump them in during the boil, that same protein. Uh, no? I don't know if it's the same one or not, but similar idea. Yeah. The uh, the flavor is ridiculously good. You get the coconut. You get a little bit of a little bit of malt, a little bit of sweetness. I I'm an enormous fan of this. I get a little bit of cinnamon too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get coconut. I get some. Um, that first sip. I don't know if it's just that it's in comparison to what else we were drinking, but it's almost like a little liquory. Like yes, like, uh, like yeah. I, I, no, it, it definitely is a bit boozy. Yeah, like that. That I wasn't expecting that, and that I was kind of like, oh wow! I just decided to sip on some bourbon. Like, woo, there we go. Yeah, this I, I get the exact same thing, and you get a little bit of the the, the heat. Yeah, that that booze heat there. The smell is incredible. I don't know the the taste quite matched the smell for me. No, it, it definitely didn't ma- didn't match. But I, I I got the notes. It wasn't as powerful, but the notes that were represented in the set in the in the scent definitely uh, came through in the taste. But yeah, the, the booze in this finish kind of wipes it. It kind of uh, gets rid of that earlier flavor that you like so much. Yeah, I agree. It kind of 
hits that idea of it's a re- it's like a reverse shot and ch- uh, shot in a chaser. It's like you drank the <laughs> beer first and then you chased it with the shot instead of it being the other way around. You know, I was never sure of the right way to do that. I just opened up my no mouth right and way. poured both in. <laughs> Sometimes or, you would drop it into the. I was just say you just do an Irish car bomb, right? Oh man, it's so good. Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, the 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 liquoriness kind of like you, you expect that in a like a Russian Imperial Stout or something like that. But in this case, I didn't expect it, especially with the scent. But it's I still think it's a it's a, a pretty yeah. uh, pretty drinkable beer overall. Yeah, the date and coconut combo. You kind of pick up. I pick up on those too. Yeah. See, and I the coconut is almost kind of lost to me. Really? Yeah. That was the first the first note I got on the first sip was coconut. I have to be honest. After that, it was not nearly as prominent. Yeah. I did pick up the coconut a little bit when, a little bit when I went back to it, but it's it's still kind of hard for me to find. And I'm not saying that it it tastes bad whatsoever, but it's I it's kind of lost to me from the boozy warmth. Yeah, that that takes away the, that takes away all of the earlier flavors for me. What I'm left with in the end is that warmth, right? Um, but what what I was gonna say is just that 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 combo of the coconut and the date is kind of the flavor combo that really sticks out to me, especially in the front of the sip that I enjoy. And I kind of wish it finished like that. Yeah, me um, too. It's a little it's a little too much for me. Um. I'm going to, for this one, I'm probably going to go with, a, I'll go with a pint on this one, um, but it's stretching it to the pint for me. Um, I think it's a cool beer, and that kind of idea of a beer and a shot together kind of goes with that whole like saloon theme to me, like... Again, like it's just what are you gonna do? Well, give me a shot and a beer, and Whiskey. we're gonna hang out. And we're gonna drink these things, and that's it. Like, it kind of goes to get, I, to me. I get that same kind of vibe with the beer itself, but the rest of it is just a little too much. Yeah, it's a it's a firm pint for me. I I wouldn't want a bomber of it, honestly. Even without the heat in the back, I don't think I would. The right. flavor was fairly assertive, but it, I agree, it, it's a, a very good beer. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the pint as well, just because. Uh, it's too boozy, yeah, to have more than that. It was just really surprising, and just, and this has been an episode of huge flavors, big, um, tremendous, huge, 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 huge. These are the biggest flavors. There's lots of big flavors, but these ones, these are the biggest ones we've ever had. Um, it, it just was surprising. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know anything about. I still don't know anything about, um, other half, but. It, I just wasn't expecting something quite this assertive. Right. So I think uh, Jack did not uh, rate this one or tell us what he thought we would have. Um, he just threw this in as an, an added bonus because he had a little four-pack ring, and uh, there was an open spot. So bonus beer. Well, I appreciate that, Jack. And again, kudos to you, man. Thank you so much for sharing some beers with us. If you want us to drink beer that you've had that you've really enjoyed and you want to know what we think, get in touch with us. We'll trade with you, you know, we'll buy you a beer to say thanks and, you know, just in general, let us know what you think. I can guarantee that I will meet you at a local brewery and I will buy you several be- several pints of beer if you want to give us a uh, give us some beer so that we can rate it. Well, we should um we should give a shout out to 
uh, our fan Matt. Yes. Our, our old buddy who got us the Hermitage stuff. The, the, the OG of the listener submissions. Exactly. He helped us out again and sent me last week um, some from the, uh, the Rare Barrel. Which, which, thank you, Matt, for listening. Yeah, right. Thank, thank you for listening, <laughs> and thank you for sending us beers. Um, unfortunately, one did not survive the journey, and it was one that I was really interested also, in Also, pro tip, don't send beer through the U.S. Postal Service, because it's actually illegal. Yes. They do not, they do not like that. No. Um, pro tip, too, if you do happen to mail, mail it, not with the U.S. Postal Service, put each bottle in an individual uh, Ziploc bag, and this way it will not, if it breaks, it will not ruin the whole shipment. Which is kind of what happened in my shipment. Um, <laughs> one of the bottles broke. The ba- I got a mail tray with a bag in it with a box that was very soggy. That smelled delicious, by the way. <laughs> it, it smelled really good. So if that beer smelled as good as it tasted, it tasted as good as it smelled, I'm really sad. I felt bad that the one that you wanted oh, the broke. One I, wanted I felt terrible. Really, really, it was the one that broke. But um, the one that we had, and I'm drawing a quick blank on my name because they're just pulling this out off the top. On of my top head. of the fact that it was July Fourth and we had been drinking a bunch. We I, did, yeah, I don't remember drinking it, buddy. We, so I'm not no help for you. We celebrated a fuck ton of freedom. We that's did. Right. Um, Happy birthday, America. That's right. Freedom to throw up in your kitchen garbage pail. Exactly. It was sick. <laughs> as as my favorite <laughs> meme of this of this holiday has been. Brexit 1776, motherfuckers. <laughs> been my favorite one. Um, but yeah, I the one we did try was outstanding. It was. And we have one more, um, which I think is the Saison. I think so. Or um, what's the other one? The one with the sea salt. Goza. 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 I think it's a Goza that we may have still hanging out, like a soured Goza. And, but the one we had was just phenomenal. Really, really tasty stuff. So, please, please, everybody, share your beer. Absolutely, <laughs> we will. We will love you for a long, long time. <laughs> All right, that's Kevin's or, promise. Or I might just <laughs> give you a bottle of sour blueberry chili beer. Yeah, that, that's Kevin's promise. I'm gonna buy you some pints of beer at a local brewery. That's okay. so far as I'm gonna go. No dinner and nothing afterwards. I di- I said nothing about dinner. Uh, true, true. <laughs> Kevin, um, Kevin's classy. That's right. I keep it. Up. Oh, right. Never mind. All right. <laughs> I'm a, hey, Jack, did you? <laughs> yeah. The All right, we'll Mac get, Motor in. Once again, thanks, Jack, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Cheers. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage and Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.